Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Migena Ogarai, expert of growth and opportunity, and is a global focus connector, a business matchmaker, founder and CEO of Eagles MA, and a 10x business advisor, trainer, and mentor, TV host, associate producer. Oh my gosh, is there nothing that you don't do? Migena, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. Uh, and yes, there are a lot of things that I don't do. So you guys out there, go ahead and do those while I do what I do best. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. So hey, can you just expand a little bit more on where are you today as, as an entrepreneur? And who is it that you love to work with? Mm, I I love to work with um, a lot of former Miganas, and I identify them very easily because um, I love being a consumer first. And once I am a consumer, then I go look for other consumers. Uh, and uh, and you know, I don't want to say that I stay in my lane because I don't. But I love to work with anyone that um, felt like Migena felt, where regardless of that uh, six-figure job in New York City, having national accounts, expense accounts, Mm. feeling seen, feeling heard, feeling important in that role because she was going above and beyond every day to fulfill the role and then some, there's always that feeling that you wake up with where the more you do, the more you want to know how much more you can do and how further you can get. And I know I'm not alone in this feeling. And because I know that for a fact, uh, I uh, am looking to connect with people that are looking to transition from a W2 into the world of entrepreneurship or Mm. keep the W2 and start having their toes uh, in the water and feeling the coldness a little bit, but maybe they're afraid to to dive. Like I am not the person that says, let's go all in, jump. That's not who I am. And I'm not looking for jumpers. I'm looking for walkers who take one step at a time because I feel that once you take one step at a time and then, then you trust the process and then you can jump after I'm not the person that jump off the cliff and then figure out the rest after uh, I am more for let me let me feel the hand that I'm holding. Do I trust this person that? Well, look, not- as, as you said, you work with previous <laughs> versions of yourself, the past yeah. Migena, 
Okay, yeah. so what did she want? She wasn't ready to go, hell yes, see you later. There must be an element of, okay, I, I need to know a bit more. I need to be guided a bit more. So again, looking at what your desires, what you wanted, what you needed at that time, it represents it kind of beautifully. So mm-hmm. what what do you find time and time again when your clients engage with you? What is it that maybe is is the thing that's holding them back or maybe it's some awareness that they didn't quite have that you brought out with themselves what is that that you find that is traditionally the the first kind of step um the most asked question i receive is how how do you do it how do you find time to be omnipresent you're everywhere you're here, then you're there, then you're everywhere. How do you connect with all these people on a global level? I mean, we, we just don't understand how can you do all of this because you're at a networking event. Uh, I walk away with three connections. You walk away with 500 connections. And the, the event itself is probably 600. Like, we have the same time. We don't have our kids with us. There's no excuse. But the way you connect, and truly connect it we see and we we want to be that so uh i always love those questions and that's the reason why i decided to to become an official mentor versus just like a mentor since i can remember myself talking and walking so that some of the struggles and the challenges of uh, of our friends as i call them is I lack the confidence. I feel that when I am in the presence of a Mm -hmm. billionaire, I don't even know what to tell them. I don't even know how to ask what I need. But then if I don't, I feel like I'm missing out. So how do I say enough without saying a lot to lose them? So it's an art. And it's not necessarily a formula, but there is an art to it. There is an art to networking and and then when I dive deep into the whole thing about confidence, that is not something we are born with, but it's something that we cultivate on a daily basis uh, as we show up stronger and stronger and stronger. Like the more we get to know ourselves, Mark, the more unapologetic we are when we show up in the world. Because if you're leading with heart, with pure heart, and you have the best intentions, and you're there not only to ge- to, to like get from them, but also give and not necessarily what they're actually looking for, but just 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 give you your energy, your pureness, and the fact that you're there because of something and everybody knows that. But once you know that every person that's showing up at these places is there because they all need something, even the billionaire, maybe he needs to feel more amazing by showing up on that stage and, and gifting from his experiences. Mm. I don't want but that that's a that's an interesting point they're, they're all there for something something's in it for them whether it's more visibility more clients more fulfillment more satisfaction there is something in there that they're looking for else they wouldn't be there now one element that's so confidence sounds like you have confidence in abundance to be able to be in that room and connect on a personal level with so many people it sounds like your clients are looking for they see confidence as an external thing if I do this, if I gain this, if they come back to me, whereas you know we know through unforget yourself, this is in the second cycle. Emotional immunity, holding space for, ah, oh, yes, this is who I am. This is what I want. Yes, that happened. Whatever it might be that ground you in the moment of, 
this inner confidence. This is me. This is who I am. <sighs> and then from that place, oh my gosh, there's no justification, no excuses, no grind. It's just a pure light place to be. Sounds like that's what you've been able to cultivate. Mm -hmm. Sounds like that's what your your friends are looking to to sort of step into. So what are the processes that you guide them through to better sort of hold that space, understand that it's ah, it's, it's, the, it's with themselves? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, okay. How I'm from Albania. Like I was born and raised in Albania. I moved to New York uh, over 20 years ago. Um, and I say that to say that we love style. We love dressing up. We love um, showing up in nice clothes, especially when we are at events. And um, especially in my family, we determine the level of respect you have for me by how you show up physically, not just spiritually at my space. If we have weddings and you show up in jeans, uh, I take it as a direct disrespect. Um, and it's not, and again, the same thing goes for when I speak with my friends and guy friends and lady friends about where the confidence comes from. It is one thing to always dress to feel comfortable, but at the same time, if you feel comfortable in flip-flops and shorts, you got to replace those when you go to a networking event. You got to step up, dress next level, because when someone looks at you and how you take care of yourself, everyone in the world can say, oh, no, we don't judge. People judge. Everybody judges. Maybe they use a different word, constructive criticism, or I don't know what they use. I'm Albanian, and I don't have a very, very rich vocabulary. But at the end of the day, I tell everybody, look yourself in the mirror before every single event. Check with yourself. And if you have that favorite dress that you feel most beautiful, most confident with, call that your uniform. When I show up at events, ladies and guys always make fun of me because like, oh, you're wearing your uniform today. Because I wear the same dress nine out of 10 times. One, because I don't have to think. Two, I already know it looks great. And three, it makes me feel good. And when I feel good, I will feel more confident. And if I feel more confident, chances are I will go and shake more hands because how I feel internally as a result yeah. of a very minor step on the external. Like all we have to do is wear that color that we think looks best. Even now, if I, this, I want to go to the second level because that's kind of beautiful to have that. I mean, I, I have my waistcoats. Oh, when I'm in my shirt and my waistcoat, I am. That's mm. my kind of persona. I feel like that's <laughs> that's in, in the zone. Now, it's there's a fine line between having this, the, the uniform, as you call it, and then actually relying on it, using it as a crutch rather than a superpower. So I truly believe that finding the right thing for you, finding that right element you're right. Maybe flip-flops is not the best thing to wear at a networking event, but is that networking event the right place for you? So to be able to be completely authentic with how you show up online, how you show up in, you know, in, in real life, in physical life, all these things, it's finding the right thing for you. I think that's more important than the one uniform, the one waistcoat, one dress, the one flip-flop. It's, it's the inner and then you get to create with the the external. 
So you found the way that works for you and you use it and you love it and it fuels you. Yep, so- it does. It does. And, and at the end of the day, Mark, we, we are humans and we all want to be seen. We all want, um, we, we all want to be heard even when we're not speaking through, through body language. And when I say I wear the uniform, I'm not referring to I wear the exact same outfit everywhere I go because that applies more to men because they can get away wearing the exact same suit and changing shirts. But if you if you are a woman that feels more empowered when she's you wear like pants and heels and a blazer, then you do that. And if you find more power and more connectivity and you make your ally the 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 superficial uh, attire, then you work on that and you have a few of those. But at the end of the day, you need to love what you see in the mirror. And when you see yourself and you love how you look and you love uh, the scent and you love the smile, then you're like, you know what? We're ready to go out there. Are we going to be everyone's cup of tea? No, but there's a lot of people who like coffee. Not a problem. Now, but the important thing is you walk in knowing that you are bringing your best self forward. You're reminding yourself that you're there because of A, B, C, D, E. Because if you are not winning, how many people are truly losing in the process? And if you are using the excuse of, I don't know what to wear, uh, I never know what to wear, you know what, dress, dress, dress up. If you don't know what to wear, always dress better. Dress up, don't dress down. One, two. If you feel like and also play, bring some play into this because it's, it should be fun to find the right way for for you to show up. There, it can be so serious. It can be so tough. I need to do this. I need to do this rather than hold on. How do I? How do I want to show up? What's going to make me? Whatever you're looking for, is it to stand out? Is it for confidence? Is it whatever it might be? We get to bring a bit of play, a bit of fun, because isn't that kind of the point? It is the point. It is the point because uh, I personally, I love complimenting everybody. Like I'm always saying, oh my goodness, I love those heels. Where'd you get that dress? Or the guys, I have a friend, he always wears a white suit everywhere he goes. And I call him Ethan, AKA the white suit man, because that's his thing. Like that's what he Mm. wears. Now I'm not saying that everybody should wear something red or blue or white or green all i'm saying is whatever makes you feel more comfortable and you are okay being in the presence of yourself then know that others will be okay being on your presence as a starting point if you show up at an event and you feel like your shirt is wrinkled i guarantee you you will not meet a lot of people because all you're going to think about is how people will judge you because you couldn't find an iron at the hotel and you showed up with a wrinkle shirt. And mm. that's a big stopper. And I know I'm focusing a lot on the fashion aspect of it, but it's not. it has nothing to do with fashion. It has everything to do with how the minor thing that you can add to your overall look can make a huge difference on how you truly connect with someone. And the beauty of it is they don't even notice it. That's the best part. They don't even notice the wrinkle. Nine out of 10 don't even notice that you have heels on. You know what they will notice? Your energy and your confidence. 
and your strength. Now you need to remind yourself, where did that come from today? Today I smiled more. Today I felt more, more happy. What is it? Oh, it's the red bottoms. Let, I'm going to go rent them again if, if I can afford to buy them. Or oh, this color white actually doesn't look so bad. I'm going to wear more white because I feel it does something for me to my energy. So that's what I say. Don't focus on what they're thinking or seeing because they're not. It's how you feel. And that's what mm. shows. Now let's let's unwrap that a bit further because yeah, what 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 are they paying attention to? Themselves. Hands down, bar none. They are only focused on themselves. How if you show up, it's either judgment or it's wonderment. Oh, I it's all these things. It says so much about them. So everyone's looking at themselves. Everyone's after what they can get, their mission, whether it's passion, whether it's from themselves, whether it's for other people, it doesn't really matter. It's all that. And what we're describing here, yeah, we've spoken a lot about uh how we look and how we feel, but it's all part of the identity piece, mm-hmm. how we show up and you go a bit further. It's the stories, it's the promises, it's the beliefs that we have. These are the internal, it's the internal red dress. It's the internal waistcoat that we have of when we level up our identity, mm-hmm. internal and external, then everything comes together. So is it always one thing? Absolutely not. What people see is, it's it's a soup is all the ingredients come together so is it just the dress hell no but that is instilled a belief it has changed a story so now you leverage a story when i put this on i feel confidence it's pure neuroscience it's beautiful how that works yet all we see is one element so understanding the the science behind this is kind of super interesting so let's let's take this concept let's take all this that we've been sort of discussing so far i want to hear about you and behind the scenes with with your business so as you guide your friends through this as you have this confidence to found your way even at your level as you go into this next transition what do you find that's that's tough for you as a business owner where are you focusing your energy right now um um there's there are always challenges nothing is ever smooth and thank god it's not smooth because it adds more more love and appreciation for mm. everything that um we earn that it's not given that we are earning um there are a few challenges and they're all external that's that's a positive thing that they're all external they're not internal mm. because when we have internal challenges then we need to pause we need to figure out what those are, fix them, then move on. Never ignore eternal challenges. But the external challenges are how can we be to as many places as possible at the same time when there's so much going on in the world? Um, the question, if I'm not here, I'm missing out, but I really need to be there. Mm-hmm. So there are these thoughts that, okay, now I need to meet five people in order to at least get a couple for my uh, investment TV show. But then what makes your show different than all the other 50 shows? Excellent question. And then all of these challenges, uh, as I say, converting to my allies. And here I am finding myself, pushing myself and learning more and being more and being a better source and letting mm. them know there's no competition. So, but that first part is 
if we are all going after the same investor and here he is sitting on this platform and there's 10 of us, we have our fund for the TV show. This guy has been around for 50 years. What do I do to stand out as a company? So he at least gives us an opportunity for a seat at the table, a voice in the room, and then I'll feel a winner, regardless of that investor coming on board or not. Mm. And that exactly. And that's where that that's a challenge because <clears throat> what, a no, lot why? Yes. Let's let's dig a level deeper. It's all good about talking about the sort of service level, but why? Why is that a challenge for you personally? Because I feel that there are a lot to choose from. And not not for me, but for mm. the investor. They have so many options and so many choices. And the only thing I can think of, Mark, that could be still a challenge for me is the fact that my resume does not show I am on my 10th fund and the credibility is not there as Migena uh, being on the TV or as Migena having 50 or 100 investors yet so they can say, what, what, who have you gotten so far or what season is your show? And last year specifically, we were only on season one. So this is the example I always try to give. When I joined the TV show as the um, hostess to interview all the business owners, the billionaires, the centimillionaires at the red carpet event when we were nominating the winner of season one, never having grabbed the microphone in my life prior to that. So I had the executive producers trust in me with their creation. And then they offered me to be an associate producer and bring my network and more into their ecosystem. I spoke a different language a year ago than I speak today. Last year, I had zero credibility. All I had is this guy saw something in me. They offered me to do this. And as a result, I ended up here. Mm, what's the catch? Sounds so good to be true. Exactly. That's what I thought. But now, one year fast forward, I am like, oh, you know why we're different? Because we've hired the best showrunner, because we have a multi-billionaire who believed in us from day one. But that's not what I spoke last year. And this is what I teach. Ooh, this is, I don't like the word teach. This is what I show all my friends who have that hesitancy, like they're hesitant to go out there and show up. But you know what? It takes consistency, persistency. And now that we have that exact same investor here and there's 10 of us, I am a different Migena because I speak a different language, because I understand my product better, because they believe in me more and I believe in me more as a result because the team is getting stronger and we're going on season two. This wasn't a one-off and we have these names that we can drop so others can feel my money is safer here now. Mm -hmm. Last year, maybe she's someone that just loves to be on TV. And this is why I don't judge anyone, but I take every single feedback and, and convert it into fuel for me to, to get better, to be better and to have that confidence. But all of all of this, isn't this just exactly the same challenge as what your, your friends, your clients are having at a different level? And yes. everyone starts with, but who am I? You've now reached another level and it's, who am I? Am I the right person for this? 
what, how am I different from this person, this person, this person, where you've had the same challenges when you were in a different place. So your friends, your clients say, yes, but it's okay for you because you've got this. Well, wherever you are on, on, on your journey, there's always the experience, the past, what you have, what you don't have. So it's how to use that and go on despite. So you're going through the exact same challenges right now. However, the goalposts have moved. Things have changed. You've got, I mean, same, you're an expert of growth and opportunity, which I think is a double-edged sword because now it's, oh, shit. There is so much opportunity. There is so much growth that now it's, how do I manage myself through this process? Take some foundation. Have that grounding. Understand me, Gena, at this iteration, in this moment, it's the continuous game that we're playing. Mm-hmm. And you're just, just symbolizing it right now. It's kind of beautiful to see this. <laughs> it's fun. And also learning when to say no, which yeah. has always been very tough for me. Uh, because uh, being being in New York City for 20 years and for a decade in the classic commercial office space, where at some point I had over 20 million square foot of space of clients that I I made sure we had 100% client retention but we want to expand our presence in the tri-state area. And I received so many no's in my life. It's not even funny. And no simply means next opportunity. So every time I received those no's, it, it made room for something else to take place in my life. I never once, I know this is going to sound crazy. I never once questioned why they said no to me. I always said, I understand it's not the right timing. And I'm going to give you a quick example. Uh, Last Thursday, um, along with a friend of mine who used to be my client, we hosted the second annual event of Women in Property Management in New York City, where we brought in 100 women from property management to network with one another. We want to create this beautiful space for women Mm. to connect with one another, to network, so the decision-maker knows that this assistant property manager is phenomenal and if she has a role coming up to keep her in mind and we had a, a lot of men who are head of portfolios that are supportive of women in the industry and I wanted to have this event for free and of course I love putting together swag bags including my own books that I've written and uh, I went out there and I reached out to my friends and I said look I need sponsors i need sponsors i need sponsors and i went on and on and on for days and then last minute one of the companies that came forward to make up the difference for the money that we were missing it's the same company that interviewed me back in the day the owner of the company and their operations director interviewed me and we all left the meeting knowing that we were going to work together for sure and it never happened. And when we got on that phone call last week where he's like, where do we send the money? And given that their CEO had passed away that same day, they found time to pick up the phone to call Migana and say, we are going to do this. What you guys are putting together is so good. This is what our CEO would have wanted. Like I was talking, I was like, I don't need your money. How can we help you? And I said, Joe, isn't it funny how you were interviewing me and we were going to work together. He's like, I walked away from that meeting knowing we were going to work together. I said, well, by the universe, 
had a different plan. And right now it's winking at us because look at us fast forward. I'm hosting the event. You are going, you are the sponsor. I said, this is why I know not to question the no. And this is one of the main mm. things I speak about in, in my mentorship. Trust the no, trust the no, trust the no, and be so excited about it. And you're going to look back and you're going to be like, God, aha, and wait for that aha moment because I've had so many and we can be on podcast for years with all my stories, but uh, trust the no. So I think well, the- it, again, it's, with, with, it's that translation. It's the translation of what it means to go to be downtrodden and gutted about a no rather than okay what's what's in this for me it's hard to do it sometimes i'm not talking about pollyanna syndrome everything's gravy everything's amazing that's not the case here. it is holding space for okay what what is it i need to learn here what is the opportunity that's coming my way there is what is the gift maybe i don't see it right now but i'd much rather believe that i mean we're all gonna have false beliefs they might as be ones that serve us than those that get us down and take control of this so i love this i love the opportunity and it's fun again saying hey universe let's see the breadcrumbs that, that come from all this let's see what happens can we see them can we see the nudges the hints in the moment it's kind of beautiful so it again is, thank you oh cool it is so cool and i'm excited and that's i guess what i feel and i hope the audience uh not walks away with because I don't ever want anyone to walk away from anything amazing, but to take with them and carry with them in their tiny pocket, in their jeans, or I don't know, as my mom says, record them right here. Like, you know, super like, like metaphorically, like write notes right here. Trust the process and believe in the no, because those no's will lead you to phenomenal, phenomenal opportunities moving forward and never, ever be discouraged when uh, when doors are closed for you. Uh, because I have had a lot of doors closed at me, slammed in my face. I mean, look, I was born and raised in Albania. I had no legal status in this country. I came here with over $60,000 in debt. I worked as a hostess wearing my mother's shoes because I couldn't buy shoes and some stranger's clothes and making $7 an hour, working 100 hours a week for years and years with no day off, started college at 24, graduated with three degrees, speak five languages, worked in the, I managed Goldman Sachs, the Federal Reserve, like all these beautiful buildings. I've had the honor to, to sprinkle a little bit of my spark and magic. And I cannot be more proud. And I don't want you guys to ever uh, misunderstand being a W2 versus being who you can possibly be and more. I built my own doors. I built my own windows. And you can do the same. And you are at an advantage because I still to this day don't know how to pronounce half the words in the English language. But uh, yeah, if you can walk away with something or take away something from today's, uh, uh, I guess, interaction and conversation I'm having with Mark is if you want it bad enough, there's nothing that can stop you. So don't ever, ever, ever find the fault in someone else for lack of success in your life. The only reason why you're not doing things is because you truly don't want to. 
because I published five, five books in one year. I became an associate producer and I've always wanted to be on TV. I speak on stages. I get to have my mentorship program and I've invested over six figures in the last year and I've had zero income. I had no idea where my money was going to come from to pay for the mortgage. I've been a good saver, which means I've had discipline and I get it done. I bring my own food on planes. I sleep on planes so I don't pay for another night at a hotel. When there is a will, there is a way. And, uh, you know, the possibilities will be endless. And it's it's a matter of you choosing. It's not a lack of, of opportunities. It's just a lack of um, of confidence that you can do it. So, yeah, and I, and I hope I was helpful today. <laughs> Thank you. So everyone, find the right thing for you. Find the right the right red dress the right waistcoat the right <laughs> engagement the right thing the right job the right passion yeah. find out what's right for you and then maybe that motivation that desire that will start to come out so Miguel, thank you so much for being here thank you for sharing hey and if people want to find out more about you and the work that you do where can they find you i am active on all social medias on linkedin uh, facebook uh, on on clubhouse even Instagram, Twitter, you can DM me. I always respond to my messages. I promise I always do. My website is askmigena.com uh, because I I consider myself a person with a lot of who's in her life, not necessarily the how's. <laughs> hmm. I have access to the who's and they give you the how. If I don't have the answer, for the most part, I may know someone who has the answer and okay. I'm always here to to connect and uh, to uh, to help someone uh, enlighten them and vice versa. I'm always looking for great friends and partnerships and opportunities to 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 collaborate uh, because mm. it takes a lot more than one person to inspire the world. And uh, yeah. Well, and actually, sod that. It's, it's tough to not do your own. And actually, it's lonely. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. You need people around you. It's building up those people, the like-minded people. So you're going to do it. Be around other people that do trying to do the same thing. That's where yeah. their fun comes in. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Well, thanks for being here. This has been, oh my gosh, so much fun. I know. Thank you. Yeah, I know. It was very yeah. like, you don't even know which direction this is going to go, but it kind of flows. I think it always flows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm grateful for the opportunity. And let me know if you're looking for more guests, how can I help you? Like, what can I do to pour back into you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone knows where to go. Unforgetyourselfpodcast.com if you want to be a guest. Unforget yourself. If you're looking for help, coaching, advice, being able to build your identity, to build that personality. Ah, that's what it's all about. Perfect. I have... have, um, at least 20 different WhatsApp groups that um, I am the the DJ. Like I, I keep them alive. So all I have to do is post unforgetyourselfpodcast.com and that's all they need in order to click and see if they are a good fit to be a guest because I have thousands of people that love to be on podcasts. But I just want to make sure that I'm sharing the right link so then they can continue to absolutely awesome sounds good i'm excited thank you thank you so 
Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.